If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. I suck, you score, I suck at Call of Duty. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and Patrick Kay. You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. Okay, so is there anything coming out in 2016 that you're particularly interested in or looking forward to? Do you mean specifically yeah, software the related? O- <coughs> the Oculus Rift. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, we can do that if you like. Uh, I was thinking more along actual titles, but um, yeah, obviously, yeah, the Oculus Rift pre-orders go on sale tomorrow, although that will have already happened by the time you listen to this. But yeah, uh, whether or not we all manage to secure one is, I don't know. We'll probably, well, yeah, there is that. I mean, I think my ceiling at the moment is 500 quid. Um, any more than I, I that, think, and it's going to be a bit right of a... That, I reckon you'll be okay with 500 quid. Yeah, they reckon it's going to be more than three hundred dollars, don't they, or three hundred pounds? I think it will be more than three hundred quid. I think it will be five hundred quid. Well, yeah, I guess that's the price you pay for the cutting edge, isn't it? So it is. It's it's cheap at twice the price. You ask me. Well, yeah, but I I think it's it's awesome that Facebook bought them out, really, because they they wouldn't be able to do it that cheap otherwise. They wouldn't be able to do it that good and that cheap at least. Um, So it's pretty lucky that happened. Um, I think it's also coming out sooner than it would have done if Facebook hadn't bought them out. When do you think it's actually going to arrive then, if pre-orders are this month? Um, I am. I imagine probably two or maybe three months after that. Oh, really? Okay, so still we're still talking like April. I don't know. I'm just pulling a, ne- a number out of my ass. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. No, no one knows. We're literally going to know tomorrow. It's kind of kind of pointless guessing, really, but. The, the the reason that it's announced now and that it's they're telling you well pre-orders are going to be in two days is because they didn't want to give a rough time for for release until they knew the exact time. That's what they kept on telling everyone because everyone was obviously aching their balls for the last three years to tell us when they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. So they they, they, they just said we're not we're not going to tell you when we're going to do it until we know exactly when we're going to do it. So it's obviously planned to be soon, I guess. Well, I guess we'll find out at 4pm tomorrow. Um, cool. Yeah, so definitely looking forward to VR finally mm-hmm. launching. Um, in terms of actual games, I'll, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling um, because they 
recently announced the date for Tomb Raider or Rise of the Tomb Raider on PC. Uh, it's going to be on the 28th of January, so probably already out by the time you're hearing this. A um, lot of game of the years. It was getting. It's really a game of 2015, I guess. But I'm really looking forward to getting back into some more Tomb Raiding. Um, I imagine the PC port's going to look amazing, as the yeah. original game did. Yeah. The, the original game still looks amazing, I think. Yes. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, yeah. So any anyone else got any games they're looking forward to? Uh, I mean, there's there's quite a few coming out. I mean, uh, Rising Storm Two for more shooty. Vietnam-y stuff, uh, like a good flamethrower and the smell of napalm in the morning. Hopefully the soundtrack will be as good as the Battlefield Vietnam games, uh, and it's by the guys who did the first Rising Storm, so the gameplay mechanics will be awesome. Cool. You've got to be uh, looking forward to Firewatch, Pat. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of things that I'm ex- that I'm looking forward to. Like, uh, a lot of things I think would probably be, probably announced back in 2014, um there's i I, to be honest though mate i there's so many things and there's so many like um i think there's so many things that i'm going to be playing i that i haven't even heard of yet things that haven't been announced i honestly i I honestly can't tell you what i'm most excited about playing next year all i all i can tell you is i'm excited about playing loads of vr stuff That's, that's all i can really be sure of um i don't know like Here's the thing: there's 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 like non VR games that came out that were sorry announced in like 2014 or 2013 that I was like, you know, absolutely blown over by and like absolutely couldn't wait to to see more about them. And and some of those things maybe I might not even get around to playing now because there will be my time will be taken up by by like, things in VR that I don't even like know. No Man's Sky, about maybe. Yet. <coughs> no Man's Sky, yeah. That's well, June, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I, I I, mean, No Man's Sky it probably is the thing I'm looking forward to the most next year. Um, it, but it, it, it's... It, I, I really can't tell you. There could be something... There could be something else that could pull my attention away even more. And I... I you know, there's, there's so many things that... Um, I think there's so many things that that are going to be made in a real short development time that that seems to be like a real common thing like there's so many indie games that are produced really quickly it's particularly mobile games and you know if 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 like kind of if one of the biggest things for me this year was something that was made in a very short time which was Land's End you know a, a small mobile game with that was made quite quickly like I, I, that makes me think that some of the things um uh, that are going to impress me the most might be things that just kick my ass and that I didn't expect. Like, I think I, I'm kind of expecting that a bit, bit more of that next year than I got of this this year. Yeah, I mean, it kind of always happens. I mean, there's there's stuff that came out this year that I wasn't especially expecting to be in my top five. But yeah, absolutely. That's, I'm not that's, saying that's predict absolutely. your top five or what is the most no, exciting no. thing. I'm just I'm just sort of saying. And, and in the interest of building a segment around it, I'm probably well, no, just going to reel that, a few that, off. But, that, but that, that's my answer. That's my answer. I, I, I just think I just think the, the the most exciting thing about next year is not really knowing what the most exciting yeah. thing about next year is going to be. It's 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 one of the most different years out of the next uh, out of the last 20 years that's that's the thing that's that's why this year is is kind of individual that's why i'm saying something different about about this year that i wasn't saying about last year i think it's uh i think there's going to be a lot of surprises a lot more surprises than there have been 
for the last two decades. Yeah, um, and 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 just looking at like the list of games that I've sort of been looking at and I'm looking forward to. There's not a lot of giant open world RPGs, thank God. Um, <laughs> I've I really have had enough of them now for a while. Um, but I think probably the game that is probably going to take up the biggest amount of time for me is coming out fairly soon and that's XCOM 2 um, I really enjoyed the first one and its subsequent yeah. expansion yeah. I love the fact that they came out on my for my phone so I could play them on the go as well but this one looks like a, definitely a, a big upgrade um, and what I love about it is the conceit that you lost the first game so <laughs> you didn't drive the aliens out they're still here uh, and so it's all built because the first game was almost roguelike in that it was pretty impossible if you played it in the way it was intended uh like uh with not not reloading when all your squad died um and just kind of rolling with it so yeah i'm looking forward to xcom 2 uh looks like i don't know if it's the latest unreal engine but it looks like they've done a lot of work with like the customization of your dudes, which <laughs> is just going to make it even more painful when they die and you've like painstakingly customized <coughs> them with all different options and stuff. Looks like they've done some good work with the enemies. There's these kind of snake dudes that will close in on you very fast. Um, they, you can you can take your uh, characters down very different pathways in terms of specializations um and they've done a lot to alleviate some of the map fatigue that was in the first game um like less repet repetitive maps um but yeah that's that's out in uh just a few weeks um it got delayed it was originally supposed to be out last year but thank god it got delayed because there was a lot to play at the end of last year so yeah i just remembered i'm looking forward to dishonored 2 yep yeah if it comes out because a lot of people we still haven't seen a lot of that yet no um so i i don't know if that will actually make this year perhaps like end of the year maybe well the release is spring yeah i know it said <laughs> that but moment. i don't believe that i mm. doubt but, I, but don't. I mean but what i'm saying is if it does get delayed it's still likely to to be yeah, to be could this be year probably. It, it, it's probably it's, it's unlikely to be one that gets pushed into the next. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I see what you mean though. There hasn't been a lot of released footage of it, has there? No, there's been more footage uh, as far as Bethesda stuff goes. We've seen more of Doom, mm. um, but still, I mean, they said that was spring as well, and we still haven't got a release date. And we're we, yeah. we're getting there now. So uh, I've got a feeling Doom might be like a real surprise one because on, <laughs> on on one on one hand it sounds like a bit of a kind of a bit of a pointless thing, like <laughs> but it always to, was, to, wasn't to, it? To, yeah. No, <laughs> but what I mean, to, what I mean, it, pointless to to stamp the 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 oldest FPS on 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 a brand new FPS game. It, it seems a little bit. It's kind of like making a a, a, a modern FPS of Pac Man and. Do you know what I mean? And still trying to use that old brand before, and yeah. and and trying to trying basically trying to convince people that it, it's relevant somehow. But I actually think that the surprise will be that it is, and that I think the gameplay of it will be the modern equivalent of of that original Doom, and that, that's why that's what I'm hoping the game is. Yeah, I like I, I really hope that that's what the game is. Because well, it is, I think I'll enjoy it. If it isn't, I don't. I don't know if I will, but. If they do that, it, it could be it could be a real surprise winner. I think. I I actually had a little go of the uh, of the beta, and it basically just felt like Quake Three, to be honest. Right. Or how I, I remember <clears throat> Quake Three. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. I yeah I played Quake Three only last month, so that, that's that's Quake that's Three or Quake not, Live. That's not Disco. No, Quake Three. 
Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's exactly like that. It's probably not quite as fast as Quake Three is now at like a million frames per second that you play. Yeah, yeah. But, but it still felt it still felt really good. It still felt fun. Like yeah. So if if if, if it's like that, then that's that's hopefully good. Yeah. Uh, one thing we might not be getting this year is an Assassin's Creed. Apparently, we're well, uh, definitely not getting one. Apparently. Yeah. Well, they're saying that they're gonna they're retooling it, making it more of like a Witcher kind of game, and it's going to be set in ancient Egypt. This is all rumor. Um, and we're going to get Watch Dogs 2 instead. We're getting the Chronicles, though, aren't we? Aren't we getting Chronicles? I think those, yeah, there's, there's still going to be plenty of Assassin's Creed, and there's a movie coming out as well, yeah. I think, at the end of the year. So they'll probably <laughs> do some kind of remastered, you know, all of the games. Yeah, same game with a different in HD. cover. Pretty in much, HD, I imagine. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Because I think I think the movie is supposed to be more uh, like based on like the the older games. I think. That's the feeling I get, anyway. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it's got an animus in it. That would be useful. <laughs> and uh, what was his name? Derek, or whatever, the guy? Derek? No, it's not. It's not. A t- Ma- was it Miles or if something? If only there was, Derek. like, an internet thing where you could... <laughs> who, was, who was the main character, the one that was in, like, the first three games in the in the real world kind of thing? Desmond Miles, Desmond, that's it. Desmond. Yeah. Um, Hold on. Cool. So, uh... <laughs> yes, yeah. There's that. Uh, Alison Road. Alison Road hasn't been cancelled, has it? It's just been they've been picked up by Team, Team 17. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. So they got. They, it was a Kickstarter, but they got proper that's, funding. That's another so terrifying they... game that I look forward to hearing Pat talk about. <clears throat> yeah, but, but, but is that is that meant to be 2016? Uh, I thought that was two thousand sixteen. Might be 2016. Yeah, it's... I, yeah, no, I am sort of looking forward to the post-traumatic stress therapy sessions that I have for months after that. <laughs> but I am, I'm definitely going to play that. I'm going to absolutely play that game. That looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to get a PS4 to play Uncharted 4. Um, <clears> yeah. <throat> and, uh, and, and, and also catch up on things like Bloodborne and Until Dawn that I've heard yeah, are very Until good. Dawn, that looks... Amazing, and I'm not saying that because that's mm. around the corner from where I work. But uh, it's it 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 just yeah. <laughs> there are t- a ton of the uh, more popular or more subscribed YouTubers who have done full playthroughs of it because the game didn't have a lot of marketing. <clears throat> no, and then Markiplier and others were doing walk just walkthroughs of the whole thing before it was released, and yeah. it looks like an amazing interactive story that's a bit cheesy and a bit Kevin in the woods but not so meta <clears throat> but just like a really good game and it's it apparent well uh, Jim Sterling had it in his top five um, and everything I've heard about it suggests that it's kind of like one of those David Cage games done well yeah <laughs> or done better <clears throat> without um, the, yeah I'm not going to say that it's not fair yeah <laughs> um, Far Cry Primal yeah. there was some interest in that but I'm I don't know. Unless it gets like amazing <coughs> reviews and stuff, I'm probably not going to go anywhere near it because I, I'm. Is it going to be free? I'm probably going to. I'm going to probably play that instead of playing the last one to the end. I think I. I I'm more likely to play the the next one. Yeah, you're not missing anything at all. I can tell you that. I I I kind of ran through that through Far Cry Four. Kind of got to the end. I was just like, no, you can fuck off with your open world. Yeah. Skip to the end. And uh, yeah. It, <laughs> It's not really especially memorable at all. Um, I, I think I'd find it more interesting in the kind of um, the the caveman 
environment i think that that could be more yeah interesting. I, I, there's the opportunity for them to do something interesting oh, mate, with it get I just off, yeah. it's not get like, off instead really uh, it's i'll get i'll get both yeah if you well, the money Ark tree is doing well get get both yeah. <laughs> i'd say arc is probably uh a bit more bang for your buck uh, mm. Definitely, because this is going to be a full price release. I saw it; they put it up on Steam, forty nine ninety nine. That's value, isn't it? Christ, the, <laughs> the years they must have spent building that engine and just God, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, obviously, I'm looking forward to the new Deus Ex. Uh, I feel like the August release has will give them enough distance from all that pre order bollocks that happened last year, mm. um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I and it will give them a chance to to refine it. Um, I, I I'm a big fan of that series, so uh, definitely looking forward to some more of that. Um, what have we got? Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance is supposed to be out this year. Looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Mafia Three. Yep. Um, I still haven't played Mafia Two. Oh. Going to try and get round to that. Wow, that's a great game. Um, it's mm, awesome game. Uh, Adrift is going to be yep. a VR exclusive. I f- uh, that's was apparently going to be a launch title, but I don't. Mm. It may well be by the time the Rift comes out, that might be one of the games to get. Is it Rift only, uh, or is it Vive? Mm. Uh, I don't I think know for one, sure. I think that one is Rift only. Okay. I've got a feeling that's one of the exclusives. But... Oh, I think uh, they. Yeah, quid, think... Palmer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's uh, fully exclusive for that particular device or not. But um, uh, what else we got? Uh, Tacoma is another game that looks quite similar. That's the Gone Home people. That's their next game. Uh, there might be a new Mass Effect this year. Don't know. They reckon that's going to be have a big showing at E3. Um, do I mention Star Citizen? Too late. I already have. Uh, want... there's like the VR version of a couple of existing games coming out there's Vanishing of Ethan Carter there's Minecraft um, there's... Oh, what, for, for being re-released for Rift yeah being, being re-released for Rift so so when the, when the Rift um, launches those ones will, will get support uh, so yeah Minecraft that's, um, that's going to be a huge deal um, Minecraft is already massively popular with VR gamers uh, using the using the the mods, so like the official support, I think it's going to get a huge community. Um, so that's going to be really cool. Uh, Total War Warhammer, I think that's going to clash horribly with me getting a PS4, but I might just get it so that I've got something to play on the PC. So I'd yeah, like we can't I lose you already, completely... can we? Jesus. <clears throat> no, I think I'm going to probably like, yeah, Uncharted 4 is like end of April, and I'm going to go into a little bit of a console frenzy, I think, for a couple of months. Um, what else we got? Um, oh, they've announced that they're making System Shock free, but that won't be out this year. Oh, there's the Climb, which is uh, yep. the Crisis Engine uh, VR mountain Looks climbing awesome. game. Looks oh, yeah. absolutely <coughs> stunning. Um, yeah, I, I, that's one of the things I've uh, built little prototypes of actually climbing up mountains with with um, uh, leap motion <coughs> uh, motion tracking, just because I wanted to see what it felt like, and it feels awesome. So I know that game is going to be really cool it's it's um it's cry engine so it's going to look you know it's probably going to be one of the prettier vr games yep. um yep. techno lust really looking forward to yep. that because we've been playing yep. loads of the the early builds of that that's the, the cyberpunk uh it's basically a blade runner 
in so it's basically it's Blade Runner simulator. You could say it's like super cyberpunk. Um, people of of our kind of age group can really appreciate the um, the the kind of late eighties, early nineties uh, cyberpunk aesthetic that they've used in that. Um, and I think it's gonna just gonna be a really cool story and a really cool um, really cool little journey game as well. Um, there's um, a bunch of um, there's a bunch of smaller VR games coming out for things like the Vive, like um, things like Job Simulator and stuff like that. Um, lots of those are already kind of out in, in demo form already. Bullet Train. Um, Bullet oh, Train. Get, which if is, you only buy which, one VR game this year, buy Bullet Train. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, it's amazing. Tell us about bit about Bullet Train. Didn't I tell you that on the last one. We done that. I, oh, d- I don't know. I can't. I can't remember. I'm, yeah, actually, no, no. Sorry, you did. You did talk about it, but yeah, like that's like Bullet Train is is essentially like the 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 model of a perfect <clears throat> FPS, isn't it? It's what. It's what in, they they built with Unreal to, to yeah. see how they could make. In, a, in quick a, a summary for our new humor. listener, uh, I got to try the the release Oculus Rift at a VR thing a few weeks back, and Unreal were there with the new Rift and the new c- controllers, and they were running Bullet Train, a Bullet Train demo, and I was very sceptical going into it. I thought FPSs aren't going to work in VR; it's not what it's about. Blah blah. Uh, and then a few minutes later, I wanted to buy that one that they were demoing and take it home and not do anything else with my life because it was it was <laughs> awesome. Um, the slow the the way you move around the scene, the way you control your guns, the way you reload them, the way you can do uh, the, the way that you feel like you're interacting with the world, which is what the controllers I think bring to the thing. Uh, plucking bullets out of the air and throwing them back at enemies. Um, cool. Because I was so excited, I forgot that you can dual wield. So I didn't dual wield, but you can pick guns up and do the, you know, the thing at the. You can do this crap. Max <coughs> Matrix yes, thing. You can, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, it, it's not going to win any awards for script and deepness. Definitely, it's not too deep. Um, but it's it's going to be. I think people are going to go uh, okay when they get to have a go. It's a that's how it's done moment, isn't it? That's what I've heard a lot. Yes. Yeah. Like the, oh, that's how you do a first person game. Yes, absolutely. Um, Cool. Because, because, because of the kind of sim sickness fallout when DK1's first launched, no one really built first person shooters. When, when the Kickstarter was. I'm still of the opinion that give it a bit of time and people will be able to handle forward movement in VR, as long as you're not going 90 miles an hour and as long as there's no sodding head, Bob, I think people can handle it. You and I can handle it. Mm. Right? We've both done stuff in Unity yeah. where you walk around and we don't throw off to two minutes. But I think yeah. I think that won't be a thing immediately. At some, at some point it will be. And in the meantime, we've got these games which are basically, or this game, which is basically uh, Time Crisis in VR. And, you know, that's all right because it's awesome. What? Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, when the Kickstarter was in, like, full flow, everyone was going first-person shooters. How amazing a first-person shooter is going to be in VR. That's the perfect application for it. Yeah. Um, that's what everyone was thought. Everyone thought, like, Call of Duty. Fucking hell, Call of Duty in VR, that's perfect. And then it comes out and we realise how it actually works and what the limitations are and what its actual strengths are. And so no one builds that thing because no one wants to make everyone sick because the problem is 
you know how to play those games. And if you give those people the same interface, they immediately play them exactly the same yeah. way that they played them for the last <coughs> 10 years. And that means they throw their own heads around. Yes. And it Unless doesn't work. they've got their VR legs, but they're not going to be able to do that. Exactly. So you have to build the game that doesn't do it that way. You have to build it from a different... A first-person game has to be from a different perspective. So you have to be teleporting to, to points or you have to be stationary or like in like one of the games I made with... Uh, you're going down a, a cave and on a track and so it's like time crisis but you're you're on rails and you're yeah. shooting enemies <clears throat> around you so there's to you can totally do compelling shooting experiences in vr but you have to think of them differently to the the, the cod model it's the just COD the, model is, it's just, is, yeah it's just the simple fact that you've got your head is untethered from your arm and i still struggle with that when i came around to try fallout it was like whoa what oh why am i looking down oh you know <laughs> it takes a little while to get to readjust to that um but i mean the, the way they do it in that um the the, the sony vr i've forgotten the name of it now the sony vr Christ. first person shooter. no the the um the, the kind of futuristic sport fighting one. Oh <clears throat> yeah i know the one you mean the, the way they deal with it in that is they essentially put you in a bit of a cockpit so you, you're, you're inside yes. a, a mech. Gives you a frame of reference. Gives you a frame of reference and it stops you from getting sick. You can do all that crazy zooming around the world stuff uh, because you've got a dashboard in front of you and it, it won't make you feel as sick. <laughs> so that, like I say, it's all about finding different perspectives to make it work, to do, doing it from different angles. Once we stop recording, to... we can talk some more about that particular approach. <laughs> <clears throat> cool. cool. All right. Uh, Mirror's Edge. There's a new Mirror's mm. Edge coming out. Uh, I'll be interested to see how that pans out, I think. Mm. Um, what else have we got? Oh, The Last Guardian. <laughs> Do we think that's going to make this year? I don't know. That'll I... be the last game that ever comes out in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's also Horizon Zero Dawn coming out on PS4. That oh, looks pretty just good. Been announced, uh, oh, Jesus. Valve have announced... Uh, Half-Life 3 is going to be a Vive launch title? No, they haven't. That's got to be bollocks. Troll! It's an... <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm just, I'm just seeing like. Oh, your eager little face! Like... I'm so sorry, mate. It keeps turning up on like little database entries and stuff. People digging through code <clears throat> to find it, don't yeah. they? It's like, do they even need to make games now? Seriously, like looking at that list of games, they uh, the the top Steam, like the revenue that they made. Oh my I, god! I would like them to make games because the games they make are good games. Yeah. Um, I want. What's the, the? Who's? Oh, hold on! They're not doing that. What's the shooter that Total Biscuit and people have been playing? That's not Valve, is it? That's Blizzard. Overwatch. Oh, Overwatch! That yeah, that's a game. That's out this year. And is yeah. that Blizzard? Or, that's Blizzard. Blizzard. That is okay, Blizzard. Right. Okay. That's Blizzard doing their thing on a yeah. on a new genre for them. And it looks good, but I, I, I'm not really... It's not a game I... I, I, I was interested in it up until when they said it was not going to be free to play, which is just me out, really, because it's not really... It's kind of a genre that I like to dabble in, but... But, I mean, it's you buy the yeah. game. It's not a monthly subscription, is it? No, you just buy right, the game. Okay. Uh, and they'll, and they, uh, they've done it that way because, apparently, they didn't want to sell the characters individually or something. That was the proposed... Okay. Or the speculated business model, because the whole idea about that game is that there's like bazillions of different classes you can play. Um, but it sounds like they're doing some interesting stuff with it. But I don't know. I I I don't know. Good. Um, 
yeah. Uh, the Long Dark, that's getting us a, a story mode. Mm. Yeah, which is interesting because like, it's been out on early access and they've just been doing that to sort of test their kind of uh, simulation, I guess. It works. Um, it does work. Pat, you've got yeah. it as well, Pat, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, I really, really enjoyed it, but um, I haven't played a huge amount of it, basically because I was waiting for the story mode. Um, yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's a really beautiful game. It's really amazing kind of environments they've drawn. And I, I like the idea of it, the kind of idea that you you can find a little space and then you're, you're semi-safe in that space. And that's a, that's a time when you can kind of explore and find things and progress and change your clothing, change your, uh, you, you know, look at what food you can find. Yeah. and um you know craft and things like that but also then it's got this other side to it where it's like okay well now now is the time where i have to make a decision about whether i'm going to go to sleep or if i'm going to go out into the world again and like the the bit the going out into the world again is like a very different game and it's it's all about the the the, the absolute hostility of the the environment and the weather the elements and the yeah the absolute elements as, as well as like animals and things as well but mainly just it's the it's the environment itself is the game and like your the whole real game experience is really the environment and taking um like preparations to uh to to, to like enable you to overcome the, the 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 dangers of that environment and it's a really cool and very unique game because because it has that kind of dual design about it but like I, yeah, it's going to be interesting to be playing that with characters in it, and as well, and and or, or with with story elements, and and yeah, I, I don't I don't I'm really, I don't really know actually exactly how they're going to deal with it, but um, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going to be more it's going to be harder to put down when it's like yeah. that because <clears throat> because it is so hostile. It's the kind of game where you want to play when it's really warm inside, and you've got a cup of hot, <laughs> cup of coffee, and and you're, yeah. you're like you're all snuggled up, and you're then you can play yeah. that game, like um, because it is quite it's quite stressful. It's not stressful in the way that horror games are. It's stressful in a, in a different way. For me, for me though, putting that in the context of a story uh, makes that more appealing to me because it feels like something I can I can kind of consume and then put down. Yeah rather than a simulation that's open-ended where I feel like, when do I stop, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I, I, I do, it really appeals to me, and I almost picked it up in the Steam sale like as a as a f- investment for the future, um, but I'll probably just get it when the story mode comes out anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, it, it's interesting to look at it as a simulation and, and to and to kind of pick it apart and see what it's doing, but you're right, it, you... you the, the the story mode is what's going to make that like really shine because it's going to give you a reason to pull yourself through it. That's that's yeah, why yeah. it's going to be cool. I wish they'd do something like that for Elite, to be honest. Like, yeah, just let I think me go a lot in of and... people do, dude. I think a lot of people do because that is why I've stopped playing Elite because I there's not there's not the problem is it it's 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 a thing that you can break by wanting to progress so if you you want to you want to get the next ship or whatever you can find yourself just grinding yeah. you can yeah. find yourself just doing something you don't necessarily want to do and yeah you can say oh well i want to do do combat but then you just find yourself doing 5 hours of combat and it becomes a little bit repetitive doing 
pr pretty much the same missions over and over again. But like, if you had a bit of character and a bit of story behind those missions, and you, I think, really need voices. I think you yeah. you, you need acting. I think. Yeah. And in a way, that's nearly all it needs more is is some actual acting because it needs people in it. You you feel very alone in that game unless yeah. you're playing a multiplayer. I've been it's play very isolating and. Yeah, I've been playing a game called Massive Chalice at the moment, which is kind of like an XCOM game, but they, but it's got ever such simple graphics. But what they've done is they've, they've just put this really uh, amusing voiceover on it, which makes it so much more uh, consumable because it is otherwise, it's like a relentlessly grindy kind of tactical game. Yeah, but well, it's like Stanley Parable again. It's yeah. another one. It's like... If it didn't have that narration, what would Stanley Parable be? It would be quite bland kind of level design, really. Like, nothing's here. You haven't put anything in your game. It's just a level. You've forgotten to put the enemies in it, or you've forgotten to put the puzzles in it. But you put narration in it, and it's complete. now it's an experience. Now it's something that that compels you to take yourself through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, rather than questioning what it is. No, you don't stop and think, sorry, what am I actually doing here? It just makes you do it, and that's that's the trick, isn't it? That's a trick of narration. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, was one of the strengths in the Banner Saga, which is getting a sequel this year at some point. Uh, yeah, that game was definitely enhanced by just like a very simple aesthetic, but just presented incredibly well, you know, with, within the constraints of it. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I think that pretty much covers it for me. Um, as far as stuff I'm looking forward to in 2016 goes, you guys got anything else? Yeah, so Edge of Nowhere. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is the... Um, it, it's the... I guess you... It's looking very kind of Cthulhu-ish to me. It looks a bit kind of Mountains of Madness. It's it's definitely yep. horror. It's um, suspense. It's a third-person exploratory game set in, in, a, in a kind of kind of antarctic environment i guess um but they it, the, the the trailers they've shown kind of theme at like it's kind of into kind of psychological horror and hallucination and um and there's there's tentacles in one of the images so i'm, I'm think that it might be some sort of cthulhu -y type stuff going on and i hope so because i love that stuff yeah i've heard it's like it's uh it, it's a very good example of like what non-first-person stuff can be like in VR. Yeah, and I mean, Lucky's Tale as well yeah. is shipping for free with uh, with all of the rifts, so that's another example of a third-person, uh, this time like a first-person platformer game, which is in the kind of Mario uh, vein of, of aesthetics, that it's very kind of colourful and cutesy. And uh, yeah, that's, so that's going to be a game that everyone plays in VR because it'll be shipping with the hardware. Um, so, and I'm really looking forward to playing that, actually, because while I don't, I didn't really have a lot, spend a lot of time playing Mario and stuff like that when they were out. Um, I I do really like um, those kind of simple, like instant gratification games that that just just don't take themselves seriously at all, and you can just drop in for for a few have minutes. You, have like, you played Grow Home? No, I keep meaning to play it's, that. It's it's very much like that. It's very much like well, this is just a bit. This looks a bit what. And then you start playing it and go, and you, oh, bless, look. <laughs> Make them climb. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, okay. yeah. I, I was going to get to that. I, I still haven't, but... Yeah. I managed to really trim my wish list up over Christmas, over the yeah, Steam I've, sale and stuff. I trimmed mine by removing games from it. <clears throat> I, I, I did that a bit as well. 
was just like why do i want to play that what <laughs> you just have to put you you just gotta like rein it in a bit sometimes um this has been the not playing podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself and ian talk about movies and tv on the not watching podcast and adam ash and will talk about all manner of funny things on the not listening podcast you can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet at or follow us on twitter at notplayingpod you can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on itunes then please do give us a review anyway that's all for now thanks for listening see ya Coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! 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 Ah! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.